Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to your Sunday Psychic with Rebecca Fisk and Stephanie Gerard. Hope you're having a great week, or you have had a great week, and hopefully you've got something fun planned for the upcoming week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hi, Stephanie. How are you today? Hi, Rebecca. I'm good. Just enjoying, gosh, the beautiful weather, blue sky, sunshine, and uh, 64 degrees, which is lovely. Yesterday we hit 72, and it was a heat wave. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And, and so for those of you who don't know, Stephanie lives in Anchorage, Alaska. So, you know, 64 is a summer day. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Everybody's out. People are washing down their RVs and their trucks. Lots of trucks up here. But it's been oh, a beautiful, God. lovely day. Oh, yeah. Lots and That's lots awesome. of people out on the roads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a lot of people at the beaches, lots and lots and lots of people at the beaches today. And it says that the high was about 73, but I kind of keep thinking it it felt a little hotter than that. But what do I know? I'm not a a temperature gauge. (laughs) It was was comfortable for me, though. It was comfortable, I have to say. So and and just want to just want to give a little shout out to Garrett. I know Garrett's always working behind the scenes and, and, you know, but anyway, hi, Garrett. Thank you for being here with us and, and taking care of everything. You're awesome. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. That's all we get, folks. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get a little bit more later. I don't know, but maybe you never know. <laughs> Funny. Oh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so how are you doing, Stephanie? How, how has your week been? And actually, you know, we haven't talked in a couple of weeks. The last month has been a little bit a, a little bit unusual. So Stephanie had a, a week where she was off and celebrating uh, somebody's birthday. Uh, and then we had um, a break. Uh, and then I actually ended up uh, being off last week, uh, also <laughs> for another birthday, so uh, it, here we are, and it's kind of nice to have the family back together. <laughs> <laughs> we are reunited. Yes, we are. And it was literally a month of Sundays. So yes. that's a real phrase for us. Oh, gosh, I've been, I've been having fun. Um, my birthday party was a lot of fun. I've mentioned him before, my hairstylist, Jesse. He's also a very good friend. There were four of us. We trekked out to the ski resort, Alaska Ski Resort, and it's in the tiny ski town of Girdwood. And there's a beautiful, cute, quaint little restaurant called Jack Spratt. And it's a vegan restaurant, so Jesse is vegan. And he's pretty strict about it. So, you know, of course, we honor his wishes. And because it was his birthday, we will honor his wishes. But the food was (laughs) absolutely, yes, what are are the choices here? But the food was delicious. We had, we shared nachos. Nachos made with, I don't know what, walnuts and some other ingredients. So that was like the meat. And then there was cilantro. I'm telling you the flavors were outstanding. And then yam fries, but they were not your normal little French fries. These were like, you know, they boil the potato, they bake it, do whatever they do, and then they coat it. And oh my gosh, it was 
it was really good. And uh, so afterwards, we went outside, and the weather was a little overcast. We sat around the fire pit, and it's so cute. I love the small towns here. So there's the open fire pit, and the wood is stacked up against the building. So for whoever wants to sit around the fire pit, you go get the wood and build it up yourself. And so everyone kind of pays it forward with the fire to keep the fire going. So we spent some time there. And then uh, afterwards, we headed on down to Portage, which is, uh, there's a glacier there, Portage Glacier. And there's a few. I mean, there's several glaciers here in Alaska. But um, it was fun to go to this one location because we could see, and they're beautiful, they're blue, just this beautiful turquoise blue, deep, deep blue. Anyway, um, it was really fun, but the state bird was out, and so here, the state bird are the mosquitoes. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> they're, they're little tiny things. They don't look like the mosquitoes you know, down your way. These are like little itty bitties, and it's like, what is that? Oh, they will, they they bite you through your clothing. I had that experience last year. And so they're like, you want to come out? <laughs> I, I did go look at the glacier, yes. But with other invitations, I'm like, you know, <laughs> the state bird is out a lot. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we had a really nice evening. And all together, we were, oh, golly, we spent most of a day, most of an evening together. It was great. So yeah, we, we really enjoyed the celebration. It was lots of fun. And then my birthday's coming up. And so I there's... Know, a, it's tomorrow. I know. It's tomorrow. Happy birthday. <laughs> I know. Thank you. So there's going to be, again, a little group of us. We're going to go to the fun little Italian restaurant, Fiori d'Italia. And, uh, and then this is super exciting. One of my nieces and her husband are flying into town that day. Her husband has family here. So they're going to join us at the restaurant. So I haven't oh, seen wonderful. her. Yes, I haven't seen her in about three and a half years. So this will be exciting. And I've met her husband before, but, you know, I haven't seen him for probably four years, maybe five. So it'll be very exciting. They're super excited to join us. and. Yeah, I'm just, it's like, oh, it's birthday month, yay. <laughs> I'm taking it all in. I'm taking okay. it all in. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I, I have to say, I'm really glad to hear that because, and I know, yeah. you know, some of the listeners who've tuned in before know that you and I are really good friends. Yeah. Um, and, and then, of course, there are listeners who don't know that, that we're really good friends. But, um, uh, you know, Stephanie's usually the giver. <laughs> uh, I've, I've also been accused of the same thing and so yep. it's really nice to hear you say that you're willing to take it all in I'm really really glad thank you oh it so. it feels lovely and I've already received some early birthday presents some early birthday happy birthdays and again I'm taking it all in and loving it um, my family is you know, in Oregon and Arizona, and I'm not going to be heading down that way this year. So it's really fun to hear from them. Yes, yeah. which will make my the visit from my niece and her husband even more special. So I'm super excited about that. Very much looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. that's wonderful. That's yeah. wonderful. Well, I can't wait to hear all about those adventures. So there you go. <laughs> yes, and how was your week? <laughs> How was your week? 
Ah, uh, what day is it again? <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, it's been really good. It's been really good. Uh, you know, my perception of time is just so different now than it was before COVID. Yeah. And so I feel yes. like I stretch the days out as much as I can. Not, um, And it doesn't mean I don't sleep. I, I do, but... Um, you know, I just have changed my priorities, even though I've always been very much about making sure the people that I love know that I love them. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I've, I've always been that way. But um, I kind of have reprioritized how I'm do, doing things. And that's an mm-hmm. ever unfolding process. And mm-hmm. so I'm finding that, you know, first of all, you know, I follow a spiritual teacher who's from India, and she normally travels in the United States uh, a couple times a year. And, of course, has not been able to do that with COVID. So she's at her ashram in India and has been there the whole time. Uh, mm-hmm. And so she was doing uh, live streams from her ashram of her spiritual ceremonies. They call them satsangs, and they're Basically, it's a church ceremony is the, the best way I can describe it. It's, it's um, you know, there is, uh, there's singing and chanting, and there is a message that is presented. Um, they kind of talk about some stories and use those as, as um, uh, information to present so that people kind of understand what's being presented. Um, and it's, um, it's a source of comfort for me because I've been studying with her since 2001. And... So she was doing those like every other week or so for a while, and I was really happy to be tuning into those. Well, (laughs) southern India, which is where she is, is 12 and a half hours ahead of us time-wise. So, you know, they they would talk about broadcasting at 5 p.m. India time. Well, that's 4.30 in the morning here. So, you know, I didn't manage to get up for it every time, but I was managing to, to do that. So I was trying to do that at least once a month, getting up and, and, you know, doing the meditation and listening to the message and praying for peace and doing all of that. Uh, well, I found out recently that she has started doing them every morning, every morning except Tuesday. Oh, and beautiful. And so I, I have been getting up <laughs> and doing. Good for you. You know, tuning in. So I get to, I start my day with a meditation and, um, and then the message of the day and, and the chanting and stuff. And I'm, I'm enjoying it. And I only found out about it a few days ago. And then you have to actually get permission from uh, one of her uh, swamis. You know, yes, they have swami. So uh, oh, yes. Swamiji, I did get permission from Swamiji. And then he had to pass it along from, you know, to somebody else there who got me connected. So I was finally able to connect um, Today was my third one. So, uh, so I did get up and I, you know, I actually, sometimes I'll turn it on. I'll kind of, I'll kind of lay in bed while I'm listening, <laughs> which is kind your of lazy on meditation. <laughs> sometimes, but sometimes I, I try to watch because, so it's, yeah. so her native language is Malayalam and most people hmm. don't even, I've never even heard of the language, but it's Malayalam. And so there's always somebody translating. Well, because they're at the ashram in India, the first part of it is, is done by one of the disciples who speaks it in English, and there's somebody there who's translating it. And then they get to one of the stories or messages of the day, and that's being translated into English so you can read it on the screen because they're, they're speaking it in Malayalam. 
Mm-hmm. So I have to kind of be awake for that if I actually want to know what they're talking about. <laughs> um, but I was very proud of myself this morning. I, I, and in fact, I actually woke up. I woke up at 3.13 this morning. Hmm. And I was thinking, okay, I'd really like to snooze a little bit before 4.30, but <laughs> I was not able to go back to sleep. So I just stayed up and I did sit up and I did, I actually sat up straight and did the meditation, you know, the right way. I was, I was a good, a good devotee today is what they say. And, um, and then I stayed awake, awake pretty much for the whole thing. And, um, I don't know if it was a little bit longer today. It seemed to be, so it, it went on till about 9.15 this morning. Um, mm-hmm. so I just got up and, and started, you know, my day after that. But, um, so, so the days are long and I did, I did have a little nap, which I, which I needed. <laughs> <laughs> and so it is that thing where you wake up and you go, okay, now where am I and what am I doing? And okay. And and, and so the days are long, but I feel like I, I really enjoy it. I, I enjoy the feeling that there is enough time for me to do what I need to do. And sometimes I don't get everything on my to-do list done, but the things that I needed to do and really wanted to do, I did get done. So it's been a really good day today. Um, you know, my kid only has one more week of school, so that's, there's going to be another change with everything. Um, and, and that's good. Um, you know, it, oh, <laughs> I did get a little surprised. So oh. I was talking to my, the, so I rent an apartment. I rent a duplex, and I love where I live, and the landlord is the, the nicest person you would ever want to be your neighbor or your landlord. Just a lovely, lovely, lovely lady. And so I happen to be coming out to do something, and she's outside, and, and so we start talking. And she says, by the way, you know, this house that sold next door um, is going to be tentative for termites, and they're going to come and do that on the 22nd. So I said, okay, great. Thanks for letting me know. I probably don't want to stay. Um, the, I, we live in a beach community. The homes are really close together. Um, <laughs> but I also had an interesting experience regarding a house that was fumigated uh, years ago now. It's been 18 years, but I'll, I'll tell you the story in a second. Anyway, so uh, about an hour and a half later, I hear somebody talking, and it sounds like it's these gentlemen, and it sounds like they're like in my house, and <laughs> and I notice they're actually tenting the house next door, the same day, and it's not the twenty second, so it was like, wait a minute, you know, and so my bedroom is actually on that side of the house too. So, you know, long story short, I thought, you know what, I don't really want to be here for that because there's also, unfortunately, there's been a rash of um, burglaries in homes that have been tempted or that have been tented and they're, you know, they've got these people who are burglarizing these homes. They're donning uh, hazmat suits basically and going in and, and stealing from people who have their homes tented. So I was like, you know, I just don't want to be here. I don't think that's going to happen here. I just don't really feel like that's happening in my community. But um, I thought, you know, I don't want to be here. So anyway, this is already like late afternoon, early evening. So uh, long story short, I I found a hotel nearby. You know, we did a staycation. I found a hotel nearby and grabbed my kiddo. And we went and did a staycation overnight at a hotel. And it was really nice. We went and laid out by the pool. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was super relaxing. It was like, well, I can't do any chores because I'm not home. 
And and so we had a really nice time, and, and my kiddo got to have a friend come over, and so we all laid out by the pool and, and hung out and uh, and had a really nice, relaxing time. And I realized, you know, I haven't done anything like that in a very long time. So it was really nice to get to do that. Um, and that's, you know, staycations are actually fun. I don't recommend staying in your own home. I You know, my whole thing is I'd rather go and be at a hotel. And the reason is because if I'm home, I will be paying attention to every little thing that I want to get done that is not done. And it won't allow me the opportunity to really fully relax. So this was a a good little treat, a great excuse. Um, And so my little story about the house that was tented in 2003, uh, I had knee surgery on a Friday morning. And it was just a a meniscectomy, and it's arthroscopic. So they make these little teeny tiny holes, and then they take a camera and they send it in there, and then they send a little scalpel thingy in there on a, you know, however they do that, and they they clean it out, right? So they just kind of cleaned out my knee. So I had that on a Friday morning, and Saturday morning at a quarter to six in the morning. Now, I'm, I'm sleeping on the couch because it's easier for me to get up and down than it is to get to maneuver off of my bed and get to the bathroom. So there's a bathroom near where my couch is, and I have it at the time I had this extra wide couch. And, and so it was like, no, this is just easier. It's closer to the kitchen. It's closer to the bathroom. So I'm camping out on on the couch and my now ex-husband has given me a bell to ring if I need something right because I'm I mean I'm on crutches and I can kind of get around but not very well anyway quarter to six on Saturday morning and and also I'm taking pain medication so I'm pretty knocked out I mean I'm, I'm sleeping very soundly but I hear boom and then it feels like somebody picked up the house and dropped it and I see this flash of blue light. And the flash of blue light, I'm thinking, uh-oh, okay, that's a transformer. So I wonder what that was. But my thought is, are we having the big earthquake here? Are we having a big earthquake? <laughs> and, and, but it was just the one, the one boom. And then it literally felt like somebody picked up the house and dropped it. I was like, so I pick up the bell. I wait, I wait a few seconds to see if my ex is going to come out and check on me because I'm a little freaked out right now. And... Uh, you know, he's not coming, and he's not coming. And finally, I pick up the bell, and I'm ringing it and ringing it and ringing it and ringing it, and, 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 and I wait a few seconds, and he's not coming, and I ring it and ring it and ring it, and he, and he comes in, and he's like, what? I said, didn't you feel that? Yeah. Well, well, well aren't you concerned? No. I, I, I was trying to sleep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so he was like, well, we're fine. Nothing fell off the wall. We're not, you know, we're good. Going back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, come to find out it was a house about half a mile away and the house had been tented for termites to be fumigated and they had turned the valves off at the, you know, because they have to shut off the the gas and all that. Right. So Mm -hmm. they had shut it off and the valve on the main gas line had failed. Oh my. So when they lit up when they got the thing full, it triggered an explosion and the house that was tented, it was empty. 
um, was leveled. There was nothing left. It was completely leveled. Oh, my And land. there were about 100 houses that were damaged in about a, about a half a mile to a mile radius. Nobody was injured at all, which is really amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, so, you know, that experience kind of made me feel like I don't need to be next door to a house <laughs> getting terminated, you know, uh, termite fumigated. So, um, wow. It was a great excuse. Having that experience gave me a great excuse to have a vacation. <laughs> well, there you have it. There you have it. It's funny that yeah. you said earthquake a couple of weeks ago. We had another one, and it was um, this. It was a 6.0, and then they decided, wow. oh, it wasn't that bad, so they made it a 5.9. Well, then a little bit of time went by, and they upgraded it to a 6.1. And I'm telling oh you – um, Yes. So here we were at at Gali. You know, again, I live at the base of the Chugach Mountains. And so it's a very different experience to be this close to the mountains and experience the earthquake. You know, it almost feels like the house starts to hop and then it sways. And then this time it felt like the pressure was coming from just one side of the house. So I have my little fairy lights out here at the living room and they're swinging and smacking the wall and you know, you want to just sit still. So I sat still. And of course, they don't, they don't last that long, technically speaking. But the, um, the after effects of it kept going. And, you know, so I was in that big <laughs> earthquake down there a couple of years I ago. Know. Yes. And I thought, well, here I am again. Okay. <laughs> Mother Earth know, is talking to me. It was, was uh, 7.1. Yes, July. Yes. It was uh, July 2019. 3rd. Yes, mm-hmm. third, fourth, fifth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I remember where I was. Oh. I was sitting in my living room. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, that kind of yeah. shook us up. Yeah, that was yeah. that was interesting because I had not felt an earthquake that rolls. And it, that one, mm-hmm. um, so the place I was staying at was just 95 miles directly south of the epicenter. And the ground kept rolling and rolling and rolling. It was interesting. You know, even getting up in the night, it's like, there's other earthquakes going on. <laughs> it was oh, a yeah. very unstable feeling. And I was happy to fly out of California and go back to Seattle at that time. So, <laughs> very, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yes, I know you do. <laughs> I know, I know, because we talked on anyway. the phone. And, and I remember you said it hasn't stopped yet. And I said, well, it stopped. And, here's, and you said it has not stopped up here. No. <laughs> and, you, and you said you kept having aftershock after aftershock after aftershock, yes. just on and on and on and on. Yeah. Well, it's a very yeah, different thing. She has something to say, and she's rearranging. She's definitely been rearranging her energy, no doubt. There's oh, a lot yeah. of lots of astrology stuff going on and I thought about it and I thought well tonight I don't know that I want to go into it because there's so much I think the biggest I think the biggest message that speaks to everybody is just to remain present just be right here right now it's you know we're in a time where it's super easy to rabbit hole and I think even more so and you know just remembering to stay present self-care self-nurturing is so 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 important I know you you mentioned your 20 minute nap well (laughs) I had about a two hour nap (laughs) I um (laughs) yes 
you know, I encourage people to do this from time to time, which is, you know, just simply the salt bath. Well, today I mixed up Epsom salt with the pink Himalayan salt, and I wasn't in there all that long, you know, and because it's gritty, right? So yeah. I was in there 10, 15 <laughs> minutes, and I thought, yeah, okay, good, and I stood back up and then showered because now it's like, okay, I've got salty stuff on me, and um Boy, I came out in the living room and sat down in my chair, and that was that was the end of it for a while. <laughs> I, I so. thank you, thank you for helping me through sleeping for me too, because I could have used more. <laughs> yes, yes, but uh, that's all I really want to say about the energies right now. They're crazy, so it's like we've all of us just need to do our best just to do what we need to do. And that's what it's, I think that's what it's really asking us to do is, uh, you know, do we need to hold a favorite stone? Do we need to listen to that music? You know, um, this was really fun. So yesterday I thought, oh gosh, I would really like to listen to my favorite music of all is simply jazz music. You know, there's relaxing jazz, there's the fun jazz, there's the blues jazz. And I thought, I just want kind of background elevator music in a sense, but on the jazzy side. Well, this YouTube thing pops up. This little message comes across the computer, lower right. And I thought, well, what's that? Oh, gosh, it, it, what is it? Hotel jazz music, relaxing. And it's just that beautiful, perfect background stuff. And I thought, wow, you know, the universe really does know what we need in these moments. So that's been really cool. So I've been listening to that all weekend as well. Yeah. But um, just that's getting awesome. back to, you know, remembering our tools and what do we need to do. Um, gosh, salt baths, you know, what a wonderful way to, you know, release the toxins in our body. And I also like to encourage people, you know, some people don't have a bathtub and that's okay. What they can do is just get a bowl and get some rock salt and, you yeah. know, or regular salt and just immerse your fingers in there for, you know, 10 seconds, 20 seconds, um, it really does discharge the negativity, the built-up anxiety. There's so much anxiety going on right now. And it's a very simple tool, and we don't have to clean it. If you feel like you're done with it, dump it and just put some more salt in there. Pretty simple. Yeah. But, um, yeah. you, oh, it's a and new tool. And it's too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes. And, oh, and you yeah. can do that in a foot bath, too, because I've done that, where I just get a big bowl. And then I and mm -hmm. then I can decide if I want it to be a cool bath or a hot bath for my feet. Yeah. And that's it's it's it it's just like you said it's so it's really relaxing, very detoxifying. It's really it's it's good. Yeah. 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 I was yeah, sharing that with a, Absolutely. And I think you know the foot bath thing. I just you know not enough to say about that. It's one person, a couple of people had said, well. Gosh, you know, I've got this and this going on. I can't really get in a bathtub or I don't have one. I said, foot bath, do the foot bath yeah. because so yeah. many toxins exit through our feet. And it's like, mm -hmm. that's perfect. Just do that. Wonderful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So I know you said there's a lot going on astrologically. Yes. And the only thing that I'm going to say to that is that I know that we're in a Mercury retrograde. <laughs> and. Um, mm -hmm. And it has been actually rather comical. I usually don't. I mean, I go, oh, Mercury retrograde, okay, whatever. They don't bother me. Like, I don't look at them as, oh, no, don't do anything. Of course I'm careful. But, you know, I, I, they haven't really made a lot of difference for me. But every once in a while, 
there's a whole bunch of stuff going on with technology stuff. And then I'll go, oh, yeah. oh, wait a minute, let me look. Oh, yeah, okay, it is Mercury retrograde. And so I have had some of that this week. You know, I haven't had one in, any of this stuff really in a while. But I've had yes. some of the technology stuff this week. Or it's like you call somebody and you're getting their voicemail and then they're calling you and you're, you were going to leave a voicemail, but then they're calling you and by the time you get over, <laughs> they've dropped the call now and then you try to call them again and now you can't get them. <laughs> yes. Oh, Absolutely. Like, okay, I'm not supposed to talk to the person, but we're thinking about each other. That's good, you know. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it has, it, you know, you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt because we, we have to remember God mm-hmm. has a great sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's not at our expense. It's to remind us that, that life is joyful. It can be joyful and that, you know, we need to find something to help us laugh every day. Uh, and part of it, too, is to not be too dependent on the technology stuff. Uh, it's really yes. nice to just do stuff and be in my body and grounded and not be paying attention to the phone. It's like I'm, I'm doing that on purpose now. You know, mo- a lot of the times mm-hmm. now when I go for walks and stuff, I don't take my phone. Um, I, sometimes I'll, just, I'll go run errands or I'll go to the beach or I'll go do something and I, just, I leave my phone at home and it just feels so wonderful and liberating. It's amazing. It's just amazing. And it also That's gives really us an neat. opportunity to be more present, you know. So I was going to share, too, the thing with the Mercury retrograde. So Mercury retrograde each year is in a different element. So we have air, water, earth, and fire. So this year, it's all of the air signs. So that is you. That's me. (laughs) So it's in Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. So that's you, Garrett, and me. (laughs) That, That is all of us. Yeah, that's all hundred of us. <laughs> what? Yeah, that, you, know, you know what's great though is that you know some people. I would imagine that it could become irritating. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, I don't, and I don't know because I don't, I don't study astrology. I like it. I'm intrigued by it. I know that there's a lot of a, a lot to it, and I, I enjoy it. But I always wonder, right. like, if we're all in Mercury retrograde, does that mean that we would get on each other's nerves as well? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, here's the interesting thing. Just, so, yeah, so my friend, I don't know. Yeah. Um, my friend Doug, he had explained, oh, golly, we were at a psychic showcase and he talked about that because someone did actually present that very question. You know, because it's Mercury Retro, does that mean we're all going crazy here? And he said, <laughs> no. Um, so the element, whatever element is in, so that would mean us air signs. He said it's that element, and then it's like the sign before and the sign after. So Taurus is before Gemini, and then Cancer is after Gemini. So it's kind of like it's concentrated, you know, on the chart wheel in that regard. And so it, that's actually a really good question. Um, and I've been surprising people from the other angle of perspective. So this past week I had several appointments and it's like I never have appointments that I have to go to this past week it's like I think I had five and I'm not kidding oh and it was like so <laughs> so I would show up for each one and there was you know classic oh we have a little hiccup oh it's delayed and I'm like okay 
okay. And and one at one of the places they were like, well, we're so sorry. And I'm like, you know, I just I'm just going with the flow of it. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not mad. And I think, you know, I think because of people's short fuses, etc. It seems like businesses are a little bit more time conscientious. Like, is everything okay? Can we do anything for you? It's like, no, I'll just roll with it. I'm okay. I'm good. (laughs) And so it's funny to carry the, uh, just the more casual outlook because we also understand it's going to come together when it's supposed to. So I don't worry about it. It's like it, it will work out when it's supposed to. And if it means five minutes later, then it's five minutes later. I'm not going to stress about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great attitude. isn't it? I, I'm, yeah. I'm sure they wish everybody had that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting more compliments on that. We wish more people were like that. And it's like, yeah, well, you also don't know what I know. So I just smile. It's like, well, you know, I'm just here to be a happy person. You know, <laughs> See, oh, by well, the way, get- check this out. Yeah. Well, we we do get to choose our experience, so that our attitude about it really does make a difference. So. Yes, and you know, and speaking of that, um, so my friend and hairdresser Jesse, he is he's the nicest person, and out in public, you know, any hiccups with anything, if there's upset with people, he just walks right into it, and within thirty seconds to a minute. We're all friends, and we're now all the best of friends, and now we're all hugging right. each other. And so, you know, it real. And he's a fellow Gemini, but it, attitude it really is everything, because he's like, yeah. oh no, 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 it's okay, it's okay, and he's wonderful at that. He's really got the communication down, but it really does drive home the message. You know, hey everybody, we're in this together. And so, if there's something that we can do to support each other, okay, let's hold hands. Let's breathe it out for a second. Okay. That goes so much further. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's so true. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I have a friend who's just amazing, and she's kind of been a mentor to me in a lot of ways. And one of the things that I learned from her years ago now, I mean lots of years ago, um, is that, you know, she was, she was a, a regional VP at a securities brokerage firm, and she was a wholesaler, which means – um, you know, she she basically provided the wholesale insurance products to the brokers who would go out and sell them. And so mm-hmm. she was doing this, like, right out of college and started before she got out of college. And, you know, a woman in a man's world, I mean, she was, like, the only woman really wow. doing that at that level at that wow. time. But anyway, and one of the things she was brilliant at was problem solving for people. And the way that she did that is she would just surrender to meet them where they were. So one day um, she was on a, a, a board for one of the junior achievement groups. And that was another thing that she did to mentor people. And um, so she had arranged for this special speaker to come in. And it was, you know, in the morning. And, you know, she had set everything up at this facility. She got there. She got there right after the speaker there. He got there really early. And there was nobody else at the facility yet except the janitor who was supposed to have had everything set up, but they got there and the room was basically nobody had set anything up yet. Mm. And so the speaker was really, really upset and Mm. kind of like, I don't know, this is so unprofessional and this, I mean, just really kind of going off. And she's like, wow, I can understand why you feel that way, 
what can I do right now to help reach, what, what do you need right now that I can help you with? He said, well, I need a podium. Okay. So she went and she found a podium. She brought the podium in. Okay, so what else do you need? Um, I need chairs. Okay, well, let me set a few up, and the, the, the janitor is going to be coming in, and he's going to set everything up for you as well, but I'll get a few set up right now. So she sets that up, and then he's, she's like, is there something else? Because he's still really agitated. And he's like, well, well uh, uh, I need some water. She said, okay. So she so basically, <laughs> she just goes into service mode. And so after a few minutes of this, yeah. she's like, oh, I guess I'm okay. I guess it's mm-hmm. going to be fine. I do have the podium. I've every, I have everything I need. But it was so interesting right. to watch her disarm everything just by offering to surrender into the moment, be present, and offer herself to be in service to help this, this other person lose their anxiety. Just yes. interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. Anyway. Beautiful. All right. So, Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm looking at the time going, oh, we should, uh, we should oh. maybe do a meditation. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you ready? Well, let's do this. I am ready. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready, too. I'm ready. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Again, we're going to do something fun, simple, easy. And again, with all of these meditations, these are tools that you can do from home too and they don't go on for hours and hours you can do this in your mind 30 seconds one minute whatever it might be so I'm going with what is being shown to me so we're going to take one nice long deep breath in so we're going to inhale and hold and exhale The beautiful thing about breathing, this is something that you can do in the day. And what it does, it helps bring us back to center. It brings us back to right here, right now. So what we're going to do now is, again, we're going to take one more deep breath in and hold and release. And right where we're sitting, we're going to bring in once again, my favorite, the golden sphere, also known as the golden bubble, golden balloon. And in your mind, just visualize this balloon coming in and surrounding you. And the color of gold in spirituality, it's very strong. It instantly will transmute any negativity that is in our aura, our auric field, It also helps to dissolve any other energetic debris. Leave it at that. And this is something that you can do anytime. And so tonight, in addition to this golden bubble, we're now going to bring in a very pale shade of blue. It's bluish and whitish with some silver. Almost like an iridescent pale shade of blue. And we're going to bring that energy inside of this golden bubble and this pale shade of blue represents many things so with our pastel colors the lighter shade of colors these colors are closer to the angelic realm this is a nice beautiful pure strong spiritual color as well I like to call this color the mother Mary blue and this particular shade of blue simply brings us nurturing. 
So just allow yourself to feel the calm. Again, it's a very pale shade of blue. It's also got some white in there. The bubble is iridescent. And then finally, it has silver. Silver is also in color alchemy. Silver is the color of protection. What it brings is what we call imperviousness. So it helps to bring in the additional energy supports to help keep us strong enough to where those the uh, intrusive energetic energies that like to come in, you know, whether it's through someone's words or a situation, driving and so forth, the color of silver helps to keep us protected from those energies that normally like to see us. And when we do these meditations, what we're also doing is it strengthens our frequency. It strengthens that part of us that is connecting with God, that's connecting with the universe. And when we are strong like this, it is just like the porch light at night. When we turn that light on, think about all of the bugs that like to flock to the light. And in a similar way, people will do that with us and they don't realize that they're attracted to our light, that they're attracted to our frequency. So the color of silver really helps to keep us protected from that. And it helps us to still emanate the energy of love yet we're not feeling the intrusiveness of their energies. So let's just breathe in this beautiful light blue color, the nurturing, the love. It's soothing. It's calming. It helps to calm the energies, the anxieties. It helps to release, dissolve, and transmute all of that. And we're doing this inside of the golden orb, the golden sphere, the golden balloon. And as we do this, we're being even more strongly reinforced. Our frequencies are growing to be even stronger. Okay, and now we're going to come back present again. So we're going to take one more deep breath in. And hold. And exhale. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. And again, this is a very short meditation. You can do this at any time. If you're more comfortable working with just the golden orb, the golden sphere, you can do that at any time. You can be in your chair at work and take 30 seconds and do that. And that will help ground you. It will help to release the static that might be in your energy field. Anyway, it will bring you back to center again. And if you're unable to visualize color, it's okay. Spend the time to take in three deep breaths and hold and release. And that will bring you back present. All right. Are we back? I'm back. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Good deal. Well, okay. That might be all we get. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready for some callers? Yes. 
We are. <laughs> okay. So everybody who I have not screened yet, I'll be coming on the line in just a moment. Um, you'll be offline or off air. I'll be asking for your first name and topic only. Don't give me the life story. That's your t- chance with Rebecca and Stephanie. So just like money, love, the kids, career, that type of thing. That's what we want for the topic. And our first caller is going to be Suzanne, who's calling about her career. Suzanne, welcome to your Sunday Psychics. You're live with Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hello. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. Hi. How are you all? Great. Oh, we're, we're, doing, we're doing great. So uh, how Good. can I help today? How can we help? I, I just want to know whether you see a career change, and if you do, what it might entail. Okay. All right. So the very first thing is I do see some changes for you, but I, but I also get that there is something keeping you from moving, and it feels like this is a very strong energy. Um, I mean, it's literally what the visual that I have is that there is a door that's blocking you, but that there's also been energy around you that's been feeling really abrupt, and it's kind of it's, it's making you stay where you are. I would liken it to if you're sitting at a four-way stop sign and you're waiting to take your turn and you're ready to go, but you kind of have this feeling like you're not supposed to go yet and a car runs a stop sign. So it's that kind of energy where you're being protected right where you are at this moment, um, but that there's this very strong energy of, of stay put for the moment, um, that there's, but that there may be some... Uh, it may be uncomfortable where you are, but it's still safer for you than venturing out at this particular time. So I do hear changes coming for you, um, and I feel like there's going to be something new. I, I'm hearing certainly by January, but it feels like there will be little baby steps kind of moving you in the direction of something different. And that I'm, I'm getting the impression that that is going to start as we get closer to fall, maybe as early as the end of August, but getting into September and into the fall months. And whatever this is that you're doing then, it's, it's going to start um, a little bit slowly, but it's going to ramp up and be very busy very quickly. It could even be that you end up getting certified for something and you end up moving um, even potentially in the same company, but into a completely different arena and a completely different department. Um, but there's also, I feel a lot of gratitude from you for where you are and where you've been, uh, because this particular, you know, career that you've had has served you, but it's like you've outgrown it and you've certainly outgrown the environment. So my impression is that, yes, you're being moved in a new direction and that once you're able to do this, there's a freedom that you're going to feel um, that is almost like you're being given permission to express yourself in a new way. So it's, it just feels very, very freeing, very joyful. Um, again, right now it's, it's kind of wait, just, just wait, sit tight, trust your intuition. You'll know when it's trying, time to move forward. Um, but I'm hearing some forward motion. It's almost like you start rolling a little bit, maybe even in July. And then by the end of August, it's like, okay, we're walking, we're moving forward, we're definitely moving forward. And then once you start on this, it's going to become very quick, very quickly. It's going to become um, a much more rapid uh, and busy time. So, uh, yeah, I'm hearing, like, January next year, it's going to be like, wow, my life is changing. So um, there will be the, the opportunity. I don't know if you'll actually be in the new career in January, um, but I'm hearing that the, 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 the opportunity is going to be presenting itself, and I see you settling down 
probably February, March at the very, very latest. So, um, and it's like you're really settling into that new, that new position and that new career. So, uh, anyway, that's what I get for you. And uh, let me turn it over to Stephanie, and I'm sure she's got uh, some more complimentary information for you. Okay. <laughs> All right, Suzanne. Um, I'm going to start with my <laughs> final answer and work backwards. So I also see the month of February of next year. And this is when the career change has been made and you're there, you're working it, et cetera. So what I'm seeing at present working backwards is it's a thought. There's a lot of nervousness. There's a lot of emotion about it. And it's not because it's upsetting. It's simply because it means change. And that's one thing that we humans don't really like to experience is change because we like what is comfortable. Now, Logically, you figured out, okay, I need to do ABC. You have things laid out in your head. And I'm seeing you as you begin to go into the month of July. We're not that far away from July. Um, as July starts, you're excited. And then about mid-July, you're starting to get scared and nervous. And then it feels like there's block after block after block. And so the question will be, is this a universal block? Or is this you blocking yourself? And so it's going to bring in some opportunity for self-reflection on what is it that you're really looking for here. And what I'm seeing from, you know, I see everything that Rebecca says. So I'm presenting other information, different angles of perspective here. So what I'm seeing is it's you thinking about, the. it's like you're going through this phase of the rest of my life. What does this look like? for the rest of my life? Is this the career for the rest of my life? And for some reason that is stopping you, holding you up a little bit, and it's creating its own energetic blocks. So this is a part of your spiritual path too. It's not just about the career change. And so what it's going to teach you, as it already is right now, is that the more that you see this, acknowledge this, realize, you know, this really is its own journey. And you're allowing yourself to feel all these feelings and stuff. It's going to make this change actually a little bit more fun and a little bit more interesting. And um, anyway, you're going to start to feel lighter. I also see the August timeline of where you feel like you can finally start to breathe. And then by September, you're deciding to decide, okay, I don't have all of the answers, but I'm going to open myself up to the universe, to God, whoever you pray to. And I'm going to just say, you know what, this is all yours. I'm going to show up, I'll do my part. And I do see you working with HR and, you know, you're looking around and even if you don't want to be at the same company anymore, you it will seem that you are a magnet to draw the people to you that could potentially take you outside of the company that you're working with at present. Anyway, I see you working fully with this brand new position in February and it looks like it will be with a different comp company yet doing similar work. And that's what comes through for you, Suzanne. Thank you for your call. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Suzanne. Keep us posted. It's career night here on the show. We're going to jump to our next caller. And, um, well, I, she just dropped off the line. We have um, Randy calling about work relationships. And so, Randy, you're next with your Sunday psychic, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hi. 
Hi, Randy. Hi. I'm calling because I'm, I'm a preschool teacher, and I work with two other teachers, and I find it, like, I find one of them who's really smart, a great teacher, but she's so controlling. I'm like, what What am I supposed to learn from this, <laughs> this situation? Sure. Okay. All right. Well, the first thing that comes through, Randy, is we often see this pattern with people who have likely experienced pain, trauma, anger, etc., earlier in their lifetime, earlier in their formative years. And then, you know, unless they grow to learn differently, we see that same energy growing and expanding and then becoming adults. And so part of what I'm seeing with this individual's pattern of needing needing to control is that there are things going on in that person's world that are affecting that need because what we're really talking about under it's almost like um, a kid wearing a halloween costume we see the costume it looks cute it's serving a purpose but then at the end of the night when that costume is removed now we're seeing the real person who's really underneath there and so what it's teaching you the experience is bringing to you is understanding about filters and understanding compassion and forgiveness, you see, because that type of energy, yes, it can feel very irritating. And in those moments, I come across those as well. Those are the moments where I ask for creator or the universe to send this person the energy of love because something is, quote unquote, something, something's going on in their world where they feel very displaced. And so in order for them to feel like they have control, then they they get to not be whoever they really are at home. They come to work and then they can kind of like be the actor or the actress and act out. So there's what I'm hearing and seeing in between the lines is fear. So again, what this is teaching you is a different lesson, another level of people, of human behavior. And it's also, you know, when we experience these kind of challenges with others, the usually, you know, typically, not, not for everybody, but it brings us back to ourselves where we have to, we stop and we ask ourselves, well, gosh, am I doing something? Am I drawing this to me for any strange reason? What do I need to do? You see? Well, I think, I think I drew it because I say, I always say, I manifest this because my words is are I don't like to be micromanaged, and then I end up like uh, attracting someone who's micromanaging me because I say uh, you're supposed I think you're supposed to word it like I want to attract more freedom instead of saying I want to I don't I don't because I guess the universe hears me say I don't want micromanaging and they're giving me my micromanager or something is that it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stephanie, can I jump in on this one? Yes, you may. Go for it. <laughs> okay. So Stephanie knows this, and, and, and thank you, by the way. And uh, hi, Randy. So, hi. okay, you are absolutely right. So I have a perfect example from my own life. When I was pregnant, the, people said, are you going to get an epidural? And I said, nope, I don't want an epidural, and I don't want a spinal. I don't know what kind of natural I'm going to do, but I don't want an epidural and I don't want a spinal. So I said that 
literally for months. I ended up with two epidurals and a spinal. Oh, wow. So I learned very efficiently <laughs> that it's not whether you say I don't want this or I do want this, whatever you're focusing on is what you create. So I love that you've already put that together in your life. But I will say also that part of it is because you're very comfortable with who you are. And this coworker who's micromanaging you has a lot of fear. I absolutely concur with what Stephanie said. Um, she's got a lot of fear. She's insecure. Um, and she's also afraid of looking bad to her own bosses. Because if the people under her aren't doing a good job, then she feels like that's going to reflect badly on her. So there's a lot of fear that motivates her to do the things that she does. Um, and again, it's partly because you are so comfortable with who you are that whatever fears and insecurities she has, um, you know, basically you're triggering an opportunity for her to also grow and embrace the things that, that she, um, you know, needs to, to create more self-love around. Um, but for you, I love that your approach is what do I need to learn in all this. It's a beautiful, beautiful approach. Um, okay. And so it's, it's about releasing, and like Stephanie said, you know, sending her love, putting her in a bubble, offering her to God. Um, and then also, you know, like if, and I'm just going to use this as an example. If you can affirm to her that you look up to her as a mentor, that can disarm. So in other words, you know, if you remind her that, okay, well, thank you for teaching me that, and, and if, you know, thank you for the feedback that I'm doing a good job on that. Is there something else that, that I could learn that I could do better, you know, to help support everything here and to support mm -hmm. you? And when you do those things, what happens is somebody who feels like somebody else may be adversarial, then they realize that, oh, okay, wait a minute, I can actually relax. This is not an adversary. This is, this is a team member who wants to actually support what we're trying to do here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, you're, you're, I mean, you already kind of know, and, and, and God you, bless you, you for having see, the wisdom, you, you know. Do you see um, any drug like I, I mean, I know she's very open. Like she had a, a bad accident in her life, and she's on opiates. And so, I what, don't what know. is her first name? What is her, her first name? name? Jill, Jill, or Jillian is her real name. Okay, or? okay, okay. Hang yeah. on, just a second here. Um, you know, she does take them, but she does not tend to take them when she's working. So it's okay. one of those things where you know she takes them after she gets off work. She takes them at night to sleep. And then when she's up in the morning, she does, you know, she tries to get through without taking anything. So, you know, she's, she's very conscientious about that, about so not being not, under the influence. That's not why she's so, like, her mood is, like, sometimes she's so funny and nice. I love her sometimes. And then, then when uh, she's not like that, she's like, uh, I want to like, get away from her. <laughs> Right, right. It, you know, that can be a contributing factor, but I feel like it's other, it's, again, it's, it's more other things where um, I want to say potentially other relationships, other things going on in her life, pressure at work, feeling like she has to perform. Um, you know, I feel like there's a lot going on in her personal life as well. And so she's always a little bit yeah. anxious and kind of, it feels like she's always running by the seat of her pants. Okay. So. Yeah. yeah, you got a pretty good anyway. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. Thanks for the call, Randy. All right, so before night. we get to another caller, 
Um, I just want to give us a shameless plug, as I have learned so well from Garrett. Thank you. Um, if you would like to schedule a private session with Stephanie, her website is journeywithstephanie.com. If you would like to schedule a private session with me, my website is rebeccafisk.com. If you're logged in on the computer, there is a link, thank you, Garrett, uh, for each of our websites there, so you can find us there as well. So, uh, you know, and, and certainly, you know, if you have an opportunity, subscribe to both of our websites um, so that you yes. get some of the information about events coming up and, and workshops and classes that we'll be doing and, and the like. So, uh, anyway, there is that. So Beautiful. we're ready for another one. <laughs> Are you really ready for another one? I've got one. Oh. <laughs> We've got Kathy yeah. calling I in am. about life and grief. Kathy, you're now live with your okay. Sunday Psychics, oh. Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Um, hello to both of you. Um, my husband passed away five and a half years ago. And okay. two and a half years ago, in the space of three consecutive months, I had 15 friends friends die, including my therapist and and another friend of my best friend of 40 years, mm. and and losing my therapist seemed like the cruelest blow of all, um, and. Uh, through this whole process, people have told me, um, just hang in there. It's going to get better. Um, then COVID hit and and all the problems with that and isolation and, mm-hmm. and depression. And uh, I used to be a positive person. Um, I used to make lemonade out of lemons and supportive of other people and uh, when bad things happened I just accepted it and moved on and and I've just been getting really discouraged because things don't get better it's like every time things start to look up for me I get slammed down and I don't have the energy to get up anymore and so I was wondering, do you see anything in my future that will give me some hope or something to look forward to to keep me going? Or do I have to accept that this is all there is and my purpose in life is is to help other people, but for me, no joy or happiness this is the way it's always going to be for me. Okay. Well, first of all, that is so much. There, there is, you know, I mean, my condolences, you know, first of all, just hearing about your husband, but then hearing about your friend and then your therapist and, and all of these friends. And, yes, I understand about losing your therapist and how really difficult that is because that's somebody who's been your confidant. And uh, so, I, first of all, I just want to acknowledge all of that. Okay. Um, okay, this is a lot. And yes, there is a reason that you're still here. And it will get better. Now, the other thing that I have to say, and, and this is, you know, I have to give you the disclaimer. You know, Stephanie and I are not licensed therapists. So we can give you information right. based on our skill set. 
But if you feel like you need help that's beyond what we're doing, you know, I have to suggest that, that you seek professional help. I don't know if you found another therapist that you're talking to. Um, Mm-hmm. But if, if you're feeling like you need that kind of help, then I want to just encourage and support that for you. Um, so coming back to where you are right now, um, it, it has to be baby steps. I mean, I feel like you are just so incredibly numb from all of this, and I don't blame you. And it, it, it's, But the thing is that if you feel like – is this all there is? It's because, you know, and rightfully so, you're disconnected from joy. And the things and the people that made your heart happy aren't here now. Mm-hmm. So what has to happen is you have to come back to a place. And this is just, you know, I mean, I don't have a lot of time to be able to kind of go into more with you, but I'm going to give you what I can, okay? Okay. Yeah, it's about it's about coming back to yourself. It's about honoring you, the little girl in you, because every single one of us has a child who lives within us, who is the emotional person, who is the one who hears the ice cream truck come down the street and says, I want ice cream, I want ice cream. And the grown-up adult says, oh, that's not on your food plan today. But the little kid is still living in us. And the little kid is the one who feels the fear and the sadness and the frustration, and the joy. And your little girl inside of you doesn't trust that you get to have joy and happiness, and that if you do, it's getting taken away. Okay. So you've come to this place of being numb and feeling like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't blame you. I, it's completely understandable. I, you know, I might certainly be in your shoes if I, had, if I had endured the things that you've endured. But your life is not over and you are still here. And yeah. it's time for you to decide what would you like to have in your life moving forward. Do you want to have love again in your life? Some people choose not to. I will tell you, know, some people say, well, I'm too old. And I say, you know, my mother died when she was 69 and my dad was 75. And at 79, he was a newlywed again. So if you choose to have love in your life, you can have that. Are you, you know, and it, it's time for you to get back in touch with the things that bring you joy. And I'm not saying you have to, like, all of a sudden from today to tomorrow, change everything. But start with baby steps. What are the little things that bring you joy? Like, I love coffee. So if I go in and I make myself my favorite coffee in the morning, that starts me off feeling joyful because I feel like I've given myself something that, that's a treat for me that I love. And it's not a big deal, but it, feel, it fills me with joy. Um, another thing that I like to do is I like to go walk barefoot on the grass. I do that. I try to do that for a few minutes every day because it's very grounding. But it also reminds me of my childhood where I ran everywhere barefoot, and I was always playing in the grass in my bare feet. Um, so it's little things. It's like, you know, is there something you like to do? Do you like to write? Do you like to crochet or knit or do macrame? Or do you like to paint? Or do you like to dance? Or, you know, what are little things that you like to do that you could start giving yourself permission 
to do again. Because the other thing is, if you're doing things that you love to do, you'll start to meet people who also have similar interests. And so that cultivates friendships. And, you know, I don't know where you're located, but I know that in some places in the country, things are kind of starting to open up again. Um, And so, yes, be cautious. But, you know, get back in touch with you and what brings that little girl inside of you joy she's really scared right now and she's really sad and she's Mm -hmm. afraid if she opens her heart to love more people they're going to go away too so what happens is we, we get to that place where we shut down but there's hope beyond those feelings okay and i don't have that kind of similar experience i you know my parents have both passed It's not the same as losing a spouse. Um, But I will tell you that when my marriage was over and I knew my marriage was over, I stayed because I was too afraid to leave. And I woke up. I remember that there were days and days and days when I would wake up in the morning and I would think, is this really all my life is going to be in relationship? I had that same thought. And is that it was that same feeling of hopelessness. Yeah. And then, and then after feeling that way for about six months, I kept praying to God. And I woke up one morning and I felt peaceful. And it was just as clear as day that the whole family deserves to be happy and none of us are happy. And I went to my now ex-husband and I said, we all deserve to be happy. I have to go. And I left. I moved out within a few weeks. And we're good okay. friends now. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm finding love now. And so I know that if I can do that, if I can take the baby steps, and it was baby steps, trust me. I know that you can do it, but it's one little thing at a time. One little okay. thing. Okay. Okay, little things that bring yeah. joy. Okay, and okay. please, I'm going to hand you over to, to Stephanie because she's going to give you some some insight as well. But please, 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 let us know how you're doing. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right, Stephanie. Yes. Um, first of all, my heart goes out to you. Grief is its own journey, and just a reminder. Everything Rebecca said, and especially remember to do your self-care. Really take care of yourself in the ways that you need. Okay. I wanted to bring a different perspective to the table regarding the number of people that transitioned right before your eyes. Sometimes, sometimes we are that person that shows up in those final hours And we are that person that the person needs to see before they leave the planet. And I will use, and so one of my examples is once upon a time, my mother's been gone for 11 years now. And uh, before she passed, I went to the house that she was in. She had Alzheimer's. There was four residents living in a physical house not a nasty facility out in the world. And I walked in one day after work and one of the other residents was there. Her name was Nancy. She was in her wheelchair and we were always nice to all of the residents. I mean, you know, for peace sakes. And um, 
So I walked in and Nancy looked at me and her face lit up and she said, hand, hand, I need your hand. And I said, okay. So I went over there and she, this little 90 something year old lady who looked no bigger than 99 pounds sitting in her chair, um, she grabbed a hold of my hand and it was like, OMG, about <laughs> squeezed the fingers off, right? But she, <laughs> she just stared at me. And then she finally released and she said, thank you. That night after midnight, she transitioned. Mm-hmm. And I've had other experiences like that. And I'm, I'm usually the one that's called in, quote unquote whether I'm physically there or energetically speaking. And what I've noticed since last year, when I'm called in energetically speaking, they're, they're all still alive. So interesting. It wasn't quite their time to go. So it's almost like we leveled the ground. But anyway, I just wanted to share that because that's a gift in and of itself. And they're happier. You know, we know all of that. We get that part. But it doesn't make it easy for you. So it's beautiful. I just want to thank you that you understand this part and that your yeah. your soul does understand this is a gift and it's like okay but say that to your heart there's a woman locally here and um for every person that she attempted to connect with on a personal level whether friendship or otherwise they all passed away and she said i just don't want to talk to anybody and i said understandable and you can also sit in your own quiet time and have that conversation with god or whomever and just say look you know here's the deal here's what my needs are too you know i understand i am being of service and i need to know that i can have enjoy a friendship or whatever and you know have them still be present so i just want to thank you for your service work i think it's beautiful and i know you're going to be very much supported from here on out especially from the angels and otherwise so thank you for your work thank you and thank Thank you for your call you're welcome thank you kathy thank you and we're going to get to our next caller and that's going to be johnny johnny's calling about love and johnny you were live with your sunday psychics rebecca and stephanie go ahead please yeah, thank you. Uh, this is my first time calling in, um, and thank you for listening. Um, the past few years, I have really been working on some of the things you guys were just talking about, like killing your inner child and whatnot. And I was just curious, you know, um, you know, I don't know if this is a two-part question, but I just want to know if I'm at the place in my life now to where I might be able to make time or entertain a uh, relationship. Sorry, there's a plane. But, um, you know, if, I, if there's going to be time for that or if I'm going to continue sort of building my life and working on myself. All right. Hi, Johnny. It's Stephanie. Hello. <laughs> All right. I'm looking at your question, and I'm – I'm asking, and I'm using my pendulum. That's one of the tools that I use. I'm asking regarding the matter of your question. Is your, are your heart and soul ready at this point, or is there still work to be done? And what comes through is that you are ready. You are ready. The, there's the part of you that still is conflicted about a little bit, and, and it's natural anxiety of the inner child seeking that stability, seeking the balance, wanting to make sure 
and I'm seeing you saying, you know, for the most part, I'm about 66% and a half okay with, you know, being open to receive a partner. And at the same time, there's that little bit of angst and anxiety of, well, I don't know. And what I'm getting from the universe, there, there definitely is somebody for you. The time period I'm hearing I'm getting the number eight, so it could be as soon as August, or it means eight months from now, but it's less than a year. Less than a year is what comes through. You'll be mostly ready, and it's like it's where you're at now regarding the matter of all that you've worked on and everything that you've been healing. It's like it's almost necessary to meet the person next in order to continue the path of the second part of your question of the grander mm -hmm. scheme of things of more permanent stability because you're someone that likes to understand what are your what are you working with what are you navigating about it's like you need to ha see most of the blocks in front of you even though you're willing to trust the process as well so that's what I'm seeing. That's got, it's almost like it has to be your next step to meet your person mm -hmm. so that you can continue the path of career. That's what I'm getting. Let's, let's turn you over to Rebecca. See what she Thank says. you. You're welcome. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> and I have to laugh because, you know, this is, it's so much fun doing this with you, Stephanie. So, so Johnny, <laughs> hi. So, so I heard March immediately. Oh. And so that's eight months. <laughs> of course. So, so there you go. And, and so, you know, the thing is, it's like the work that you've done has been absolutely beautiful. And it's like you actually approach every one of your relationships differently now, even with your family members. Your level of compassion and understanding has grown exponentially because of the work that you've done. So kudos to you for that. It's, it's wonderful. Um, I actually see that starting in about August, you know, it's like you need to roll up your sleeves and get to work. So there's some major projects that you're going to be working on. Um, it, this feels like it may have more to do with your home life than your career. Um, it may be, you know, like parents, um, you know, family kind of stuff, but it, it feels like there is um, a lot of work to be done here. And you might actually even be doing physical things like building something, which I don't know what you do for work. But it's interesting because I literally have an image of you wearing a white button-down shirt. And you literally, you know, undo the cufflinks and roll up your white sleeves and you're moving things and, and putting things together, like physically. So, mm -hmm. um, so that tells me that there's, there's, you're, you're, you're definitely helping to build something. Um, and, and it may be literal and figurative. So, um, so you will be quite busy, though, is what I'm getting. And it's almost like starting in August is what I'm getting, moving through fall to the, toward the end of the year, that when we finally get to the holidays, you're going to finally sit down and go, wow, that's been a whirlwind. I've been working nonstop all this time. And then you'll finally kind of be able to, you know, sit back and, and, and assess where you are and where you want to be going um, and mm -hmm. then move forward from there. So, um, you know, and it's not like you won't meet people. It's just that the timing isn't right. And you are somebody who likes to plan things. And it's like if you don't have time for somebody, you won't start something because you don't feel like it's fair to them to say, I like you, but let me put you on hold. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah. it's, uh, 
you know, so again, the relationship stuff I'm hearing March, I'm hearing this is going to be something that is, it's, it's, it's very quick. Um, It's, you know, it's just going to be like, Oh, there you are. Okay. And it's, you know, it's just like every time you're with this person, it's like, wow, that was really great. Okay. And then you're with them again. And it's like, wow, this is really great. So it's coming. (laughs) It's coming. So March. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Eight months. (laughs) Eight months. (laughs) Funny. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much for that. You're welcome. There you go. Keep us Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> okay, thank you. And now we're going to get to our last call. Johnny sounds cute. He's, he's going to have a good catch. Um, next person, he's already dropped, so I'm not saying it for his benefit. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. Um, our next caller and last caller is going to be Kate. And Kate, you are now live with your Sunday psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hi, uh, ladies. Uh, thank you very much for taking my call, ladies and gents. Um, I really appreciate it. I just wanted to know what you see coming up, changes towards my career. Okay. Okay, so this is Rebecca, so give me just one moment here. Um, Thank you. You know, I I know that you're really good at what you do. You've been doing this for a long time, but it feels, you know, there's there's a numbness about it. It's almost like you're it's like you're going through the motions now. And I you know, I feel I want to say overworked um, under, undervalued. Um, and it's like, you're somebody who wants to put your heart and soul into everything you do. Like you're totally willing to do that because you're, because your intention is that this is God's work. You show up, you be of service Mm -hmm. and you want to do this because it's an intention to be of service to God, which is absolutely beautiful. Um, but I feel like, you know, the place that you've been is not, um, they don't share those values. Like you're finding that they're, and this has been going on for a while, that the things that they're doing are not necessarily in integrity and they're not necessarily for the highest good. And that there's a part of you that just feels like you've, you've outgrown this. It's not the right environment mm-hmm. for you now. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, as far as a change for you, um, I've, I feel like you're going to stay in the same field but, but be doing something slightly different. Um, I'm hearing mm-hmm. the changes happening August to September, and I feel like August is going to be a time where you're kind of learning about the new way to do things, and then September you're going to kind of hit the ground running uh, with this new position. And, you know, you'll already know what you're doing because it's very much in alignment with, with what you're doing. You know, it's almost like the, the impression that I'm getting, and this is, I don't know if this is what you do necessarily, but it's, it's as if, okay, so if you work in, in nursing or you're a caregiver, um, it's like you've worked for a facility or a, 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 you know, a company for a number of years, and now you're going to go and you're going to actually work for a service or something like that, where it's slightly mm-hmm. different. It's the same kind of work, but it's slightly different, mm-hmm. and, and you may even be part of the process of, of creating something that's done slightly differently because you know where the, the gaps are, where, where the care stops and something needs to, to fill in that, that space. So it, part of this is because your knowledge is so great about what you've been doing that you see where there's a hole in what needs to be provided. So I feel like you're, you're going to be aligning yourself with somebody who's either already doing this or you may be creating it with somebody else. But I feel like somebody else has already started this, this ball rolling. So this is going to be a really good change for you, and it's going to feel empowering. It, um, 
you know, there's a freedom that you will feel getting to do this in this new structure and in this new way uh, than where you've been. And so, um, you know, I really, I, I, I just want to say that it, it really does feel like you've just really outgrown this, that you have to be realigned with, with your purpose. And, and for you, everything is about service to God. That's, that's really where your heart is all the time. Um, so, so I love that you have recognized that when people aren't in alignment with your level of integrity, you can't mm-hmm. keep working mm-hmm. with them. Most people, they Absolutely. don't figure that out, and you've already figured it out. Mm-hmm. So sure. anyway, let me, uh, let me turn you over to Stephanie, and, and uh, thank you so much thank for the you. call this evening. Thank you so much. Hi. Okay. Interesting. Um, (laughs) Rebecca and I always see very similar things. So when she was looking at your timeline, I was already getting September. And the time period, so the way I see it building up to September is you're gathering everything right now. It's like you're gathering the information, the contacts, and so forth. Um, you're going to just take it easy through the month of June. July is going to bring about a little bit of shifting, a little bit of turmoil, um, only from the sense of you're focused on what it is you're working on manifesting. August, it's like the information comes through. I see very similar stuff where um, you're connected with all the right people. There's still one more connection to make in order to facilitate this change. It is time to change companies. Um, You're stressed out. I'm actually being shown, and you don't have to answer, but I'm being shown that there's something to do with hair, hair loss, where the stress yes. and the anxiety Definitely. is, oh, okay, okay, it's like, and, and you're like, okay, this job is making me lose my hair, I need to yep. move on. <laughs> yes. Yep, okay, oh, okay, 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 well, right. well, and, and that kept coming through, and it's like, oh my gosh, and so it, oh. it's important for you to also okay. oil and okay. oil massage your scalp, calm mm-hmm. down, Take a salt bath once yep. a week or whatever, or, oh you know, God, you do the foot it. bath. Yeah, do the foot bath. I would strongly encourage the foot bath, if nothing else, with the salt in it. But um, but it is coming, and it's important to manifest. And so between now and this shift, it's really, really important to focus on your self-care. So it's literally going to be almost hour by hour sometimes, but at the end of each day, What's one nice thing that you can do? Sometimes it's just sitting for five minutes in the quiet. Sometimes it's taking three deep breaths and you're good to go. Whatever you need to do for yourself in those moments, do the self-care, stay focused. And like I said, there's still one more person. You haven't met them yet. It feels like a female that will bring you a piece of information. And you know how this goes. Sometimes it's a whisper in the wind and it's like, wait, what did that person just say? So that's (laughs) how it comes through. So it's not going to be, hi, here's, I know you're going to plan to do this. It's not the full laid out menu. It's going to be a casual comment from someone out in the world. And that's the next message for you. So anyway, but you're making it, you're doing it. And I commend you for staying focused and definitely take care of your scalp. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I I just wanted to, 
Oh, mm-hmm. add it, I'm sorry. and then I will I, make a comment. Yes. Okay, yes. and I just wanted to give you one more little bit. I'm sorry, I'm jumping back in here. Okay. <laughs> when you go to work now, until you make this change, before mm-hmm. you get out of, you know, your vehicle or, or before you go into work, take mm-hmm. a breath and, and remember to just stay contained and present in your own body. And remember that God is always there with you. You always have God's grace and God's protection, and that you can be at peace and stay detached from the anxious energy that's going on around you, okay? So try to remember to do that because it will help you stay more calm. Anyway, what did you want to say? I'm so sorry I interrupted you. Okay, Rebecca, when you you were talking about the job and a slight difference from what I do but the same thing, that is pretty much everything you guys have said is pretty spot on. However, the only thing is I already interviewed for this particular job, and they were very impressed with my background. Based on everything that I have, is exactly what they are looking for. Terminology, everything that I'm doing is exactly what they are looking for. So I interviewed with the, the director, and then the rest of the directors under them. So the first director I interviewed with her, and she was she's like, you know, you have everything that I'm looking for. If you're efficient, then I'm going to pass you off to the next round. So then I interviewed with three other directors, and they all went. They asked me pretty technical questions. And, of course, they know I'm doing the work, and the work affects their job. So we are in the same line of business. However, it's a different niche. Um, yeah. yes. And Kate, so I'm so sorry no we're way. out of time. We're going to have to invite you sorry. to call back on another night, but okay. we wish you all kinds of luck. Ladies, you've got about a minute left. Yeah, keep us posted. <laughs> okay. Uh, again, if you want to schedule a private session with Stephanie, her website is journeywithstephanie.com. If you'd like to schedule a private session with me, my website is rebeccafist.com. Um, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Thank you all so much for tuning in with us. And um, we love what we do, and thanks for giving us a, an opportunity to do it. Garrett, thank you so much for always being uh, there for us and taking care of us. And uh, Stephanie, you, do you want to give a closing remark? I just want to thank everybody. Have a wonderful week. Do your self-care and soak those feet. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Take good care. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>